and welcome to Living Proof, the teaching ministry of Joseph Castile. We encourage you to listen to today's message over and over again so that the Word of God will be in your spirit. Be a blessing, share it with your friends, and we pray that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We also invite you to visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. So miracles lies to you. Say miracles lie to you. Miracles lie to you and tell you you're okay with God. Because if God's still using me, and I smoked crack last night, I'm talking to American pastors, you know, we had Bishop George Bloomer was smoking crack and then getting up to preach after he smoked crack, and God would move and do miracles. That's an American problem. You guys don't have that in your country. But name your vice, name your sin. I, I know one pastor, he used to look at pornography right before the services. He would, in his office, look at pornography, relieve himself, and then come out and preach right afterwards. And he'd say God would move and do miracles would happen. The number one deception with miracles, miracles are deceiving, is that you think that you're somehow justified because God shows up and backs your preaching. But God is not backing you. He's backing the preaching of the word. And it was a foundational teaching in the early movement in the 1940s of the voice of healing that miracles justified the minister that God's stamp of approval was miracles. And that if miracles were in your ministry, that was God's stamp of approval for your ministry. And this is taught widely today in the body of Christ. And I want to challenge that. You might read it. You might see it. You might hear it. That miracles validate whether a ministry is from God or not. That's not true. Anyone could operate in miracles. Everyone should operate in miracles. It's not God's approval upon you if miracles happen. It's the fact that you've developed and cultivated kingdom principles that release miracles and god has set it up that way god doesn't you know the bible says he doesn't prefer anybody he's no respecter of persons i can operate in the same miracles as anybody else if i took the time that they took to cultivate a miracle mindset miracle faith but it doesn't justify my morality my integrity, my position with Christ. Do you understand that? So miracles are deceiving. Say that with me. Miracles are deceiving. Pride, false identity, thinking that you're valuable because of miracles. No, you're valuable because you are purchased by the blood of Jesus. Amen. When God wanted to make the mountains, he spoke. When he wanted to make the oceans, he just declared a thing. When he wanted to sp spin the universe into existence, still, billions of years later, still growing at the speed of light, expanding at the speed of light, all he did was say, let there be light. But when it came time to forgive you, 
it cost him his very own life. So forgiveness is the most expensive commodity in the universe. And you've been bought by the blood of Jesus. That's what makes you valuable. Not how many souls you win for the kingdom. We think Billy Graham is more valuable because all the people he wants to Christ. No, Billy Graham is not more valuable than Juan. Billy Graham was bought by the same blood that Juan was bought for. Amen. Now, he'll probably have a few more diamonds in his crown when he gets to heaven, you know, Billy Graham. Unless Juan catches up very soon, you know. (laughs) Amen. But every one of us that have been purchased by the blood is at the same value. Amen. And miracles justify your spiritual state. They shouldn't, but psychologically they do. So we had a pastor here named Pastor Lee. Pastor Lee was the founder of this church and then passed it over to me as he moved on. And Pastor Lee told me he doesn't pray for the sick and he doesn't pray to do miracles. He doesn't pray to be used by God. I said, why? He said, because I know myself, I would be very prideful. He said, I'm already very prideful now. I have to fast all the time and pray all day long to get rid of my pride. I'm a very prideful man. But if I did miracles, I'd be even more prideful. If you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says, if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit, man, you already own the substance. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to identify curses in your family, how to release the blessing of God, canceling genetic curses. This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. And I don't think that that was the right attitude. I feel like that's getting off on a ditch. It's good that he had self-awareness, but... To get a hold of God's power and spirit to set people free is is so important because Christian people are sick and diseased and dying and oppressed and they need the miracle power of God. So it's, it's getting too far off on this humility ditch to say, I don't want to work in miracles. But there's another ditch on the other side. That when we operate in miracles, we think that somehow we're more valuable or that our lifestyle is justified before Christ. Both of these are ditches. And we need to stay in the middle of the road. We need to understand who we are and our value. The Bible says, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. The key word there is more. You should think of yourself very highly. I like Sinatch, sings that song, I Know Who I Am. I'm walking in power. Tony's favorite song. 
They always make Tony sing. I don't think that's your favorite song, but they always make you sing it, right? I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles because I know who I am. I love that. To think of yourself more highly than you ought, that more comes in is when you begin to think you're more valuable than your brother and sister in Christ. That's what you should not do. Amen. But you ought to think of yourself highly. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you are valuable to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at. Let's look at the difference between, say, Benny Hinn's ministry and the ministry of Mother Teresa. You guys familiar with these two figures, Mother Teresa and Benny Hinn? Two great ministries. One ministry is based upon miracles. One ministry is based upon serving the poor. Which ministry is most respected in the world? We'd have to say Mother Teresa, no question. Benny Hinn's ministry is a lot more controversial because it's based on miracles. And um, unfortunately, his ministry has not had a good turn the last 10 years. He's, he's lost his jet, lost his house. He's flying commercial now. He's lost everything. Because a ministry based upon miracles is unsustainable. Has to be established on the word. Amen. But Mother Teresa... And any religion, Communist Party, Buddhism, anybody in the world familiar with Mother Teresa's ministry honors her because it was built upon serving the needy, serving the poor. Let's take a look here what Leviticus says in Leviticus 19 verse 9. Let's read it together. The count of three, one, two, three. God. Amen. Isn't it good that God wants us to reap the harvest? Most Christians don't want to go reap the harvest. There is a harvest for you in Christ and he wants you to reap it. But God says here, in the reaping of your harvest, don't forget to leave some of the gleanings. If you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit man, you already own the substance. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to identify curses in your family, how to release the blessing of God, canceling genetic curses. This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. the poor consider the poor leave something behind for the poor people always say when i'm rich 
When I am successful, I will give to the poor. You're a liar. If you don't give to the poor now, you're not going to give to the poor when you're rich. Matter of fact, it's a true statement that poor people often are the greediest people. Broke people are often the greediest people there are. Amen. So they say, oh, when I'm rich, when I'm successful, I'll be generous. No, you won't. But that person that is broke but puts in their two mites, their last two mites, that person when they're rich, guess what? They're going to be a giver. Amen. If you're not doing it now, you never will. I'll tithe, pastor, when I have more money. No, you won't. When you have more money, it's more difficult to tithe. It's much harder to tithe a million dollars than it is $10. You're deceiving yourself. Amen. Psalms 41. I'm preaching the truth here because the truth makes us free. Amen. Psalms 41, 1 through 3 says this. Blessed is he that considers the poor. The word blessed, what does blessed mean? Does anybody know? Empowered to prosper. God empowers you to prosper when you consider others. When it's not just about us four and no more, God empowers you to prosper. You know the Bible says, He that findeth the wife findeth the good thing and attaineth the favor of the Lord. Why does he give you the favor of the Lord? Because now that you have a wife, you got to pay for two. Amen. And once you have little babies, now you need three flights. You guys better fly as much as possible while he's under two. Amen. Because flights are free under two. Amen. But once you have kids for airplane tickets, double, triple, you got to get a bigger car. So when it's not about you, now when you have to consider others, the empowerment comes to do it. Amen. I am empowered to take care of myself a little bit. When I got married, empowered to take care of my family. Then I have a church. Now I'm empowered to take care of a church. Now I have another church. Now I'm empowered to take care of two churches. And as I expand my, my intent to care for nations, my ability to prosper is expanded. Because I'm taking on more responsibility. So empowerment comes. You're empowered to prosper when you consider the poor. And the Lord says that he will deliver you in the time of trouble if you remember the poor. He says that the Lord will preserve you. He will keep you alive. You could be on your deathbed and ask the Lord, remember what I've done for the poor. And God will say, yeah, I remember. And raise you up. That's what it says here. And he will be blessed upon the earth. And thou, will not, and thou will not deliver him unto the will of his enemies. In other words, God will not allow you to be ashamed in front of your enemies. He'll do this for you when you've given your life for others. Amen? The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languish or the bed of affliction. And thou wilt make all, thou wilt make all his bed in his sickness. In other words, the time of sickness and and, 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 and disease, God will heal you, strengthen you, and raise you up. Your righteous works go before you in heaven. They do. You're, you're justified by faith, but your righteous works speak. That's why the Bible says that Cornelius, his alms to the poor, caused God to hear his prayers. 
So he wasn't saved by his alms, but they caused God to hear his prayers and God to send a prophet into his life. Do you hear me? Psalms 112 verse 9. It says here. Oh, did I read this one already? Okay. Let's look at John 13, 29. Jesus' ministry was known for taking care of the poor. If somebody says, pastor's having lunch, and my wife wants to find me because my phone is dead, where will my wife go? Anybody who knows me well. If you have the title deed in the natural, it means you own the substance. So Hebrews 1 says if you have the title deed, if you own it in faith, if you own it in your spirit man, you already own the substance. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Blessings and Curses CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to identify curses in your family, how to release the blessing of God, canceling genetic curses. This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. Yummy box. My, yeah, she will look yummy box first, chicken sutox, and then if that fails, Papa John's. She will assume automatically where I am based upon what I do most frequently. Am I right? If she wants to call me, she doesn't know where I'm at. My phone is just trying to call me. Who will she call? She might call maybe Eric because she knows I'm with Eric the most. So she will assume what she sees me do the most. And look at what happened here when Judas went to betray Jesus. Jesus was having his last supper. And Jesus said that he who sops the food with me and puts their hand in the same bowl, that person is the one that's going to betray me. And they both reached in their pita bread, dipped it in the hummus. You'll be doing that with me in Israel in a few months. Amen dip their pita in their hummus and Judas jumps up and runs out and Jesus says go and do what you're supposed to do now watch what the disciples thought he was going to do because this was the common thing that Jesus most frequently did it says here in verse 29 and after the sop dip in the hummus the pita in the hummus Satan entered into him that doesn't mean that you shouldn't have hummus with me, amen. This, this was another scenario. Let's keep it in context, amen. <laughs> Satan entered him. Then said Jesus unto him, That thou doest, do quickly. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him. For some of them thought, because Judas had the bag, that Jesus had sent, said to him, Buy those things that we have need of against the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Then he, having received the sop, went immediately out, 
and it was right. The disciples thought that Jesus sent Judas out in the middle of the night to take care of the poor. That's the first thought they had because Jesus did that all the time. Jesus, like Mother Teresa, had a reputation of not just healing the sick, not just opening the blind eyes, but those that knew him best. They didn't say Jesus sent Judas out to cast out a demon. Those that knew Jesus best didn't say, oh, maybe Jesus sent Judas out to go heal the blind. Those that knew him best knew what Jesus did the most frequently. And the first thing that they assumed was, oh, he must have sent him out to take care of the poor again. Because Jesus was not known like Benny Hinn. He was known like Mother Teresa. He was known by those closest to him as one who took care of the poor. Amen. James. Let me tell you about this movie we saw. I don't endorse this movie. It's, it's rated R. So please forgive me while your halo is hanging on your horn so crooked. There's this movie called Death Wish. It's with the new one is with the first one was with Charles Brunson. You remember Charles Brunson? Some of you older people remember Charles Brunson. Well, the new one's with Bruce Willis. And it's about this doctor whose wife and children are killed by robbers and he goes out to revenge them. And uh he's in the police station with the detectives and the police have this bulletin board. And the bulletin board has like, like 300 sticky notes of unsolved crimes, unsolved murders. And he's with the detective. He's a detective. You got to do something. You got to do something. And the detective says, just have faith. And Bruce Willis looks at the board and all those unsolved murders. And he says, he looks at the board and says, well, how did faith work out for them? And my initial response is kind of like, oh, that's very atheistic. You know, you have to trust God. But, but at the end of the day, he was saying something. And I think he was saying something that James says. Actually, his name is Jacob. This is actually the book of Jacob or Jacob. James is the English name they gave him. Jesus is brother Jacob. Let's look at what Jacob had to say in James chapter 2, verse 15, 13 through 16. It says, for he shall have judgment without mercy. God will have judgment without mercy that showed no mercy. Those of us that don't show mercy, that hold up our bowels of compassion when the opportunity is to help somebody else, he says, God will show no mercy for. And mercy rejoiceth against judgment. What? Doth it profit, my brother, though a man say he has faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace and be warmed, be filled, be whole, pay your rent and your tuition, I believe it in Jesus' name, amen. This is what you say to the person in need. Notwithstanding, you give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doth it profit it? 
In other words, your prayer declaration, be filled in the name of Jesus. Be in peace. Shalom. All your needs met. I claim it. James said it won't profit anything for them. So when somebody asks you for something, you say, well, I'll just pray for you. Just keep your prayers to yourself. Really. That's what James is saying. Keep your prayers to yourself. Okay? If you don't have anything to give, say, I'm sorry, I just don't have anything right now. I had a lady call. I had three or four people call me for tuition this last week. I said, man, I don't know why they all think I'm rich. <laughs> Probably all my photos online, uh, you know, of the shrimps and lobsters and stuff, you know. <laughs> but, you know, I told them, I said, listen, I, I, I don't have 30,000 quiet to give you for your tuition. I'm, you know, and if I did, I'd give it to, you know, someone in my church, you know. I said, but I can give you 100 kwai for food is what I can give you. But I didn't say just be blessed and be filled and, you know, I claim in your needs, mad brother. We are so spiritual, especially our African brothers and sisters. We're so spiritual, aren't we? <laughs> oh, well, I'm believing and trusting God, brother. Praise the Lord. Your needs are met. I declare it in Jesus' name. You're vi- it's done. It's done. <laughs> We're so spiritual. But, we, you know, we got to be practical, too. this is the holy bible that says it's not going to happen that's the holy bible practically help each other if it's in your power to do it if it's not hey all i can do is buy you a coke because that's just where i'm at right now to be honest am i am i right amen But those who show mercy, God will show mercy to us. I'm going to close here with Matthew 25. Verses 31 through 46. If you have a Bible, you can look at it in your Bible. Or we can read it together here. Let's read it together. I'll read it out loud for the sake of the audio, but I want you guys to look at this and and just follow with me, okay, and look at it. Let's take a look. It says here, when the Son of Man, verse 31 through 46, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all nations. We're all going to be there, A-N-I-F. Amen. And he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on his left. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was in hunger, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, When saw we thee and hungered and fed thee? 
or thirsty, and gave thee drink? When saw we thee a stranger, and took thee in, or naked, and clothed thee? Or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Barely I say unto you, Praise the Lord. I trust you are blessed and encouraged. We have more on this series coming to you next week. So tune in next week and catch the broadcast. Make sure you call and send in a donation. Send in a seed. Support this ministry if it's blessed you in any way. If you think it will bless and encourage others, your financial support is very important. If you go to our website, nfbeijing.com, forward slash store you could get some of our ministry products cds and we'll be offering the dvds of all these sermons coming soon so go visit us online like us on facebook add our youtube channel where you're going to get a bunch of bonus materials everything that you don't see on the show you're going to get that on the youtube channel and of church at youtube and be blessed and encouraged we love you we want to encourage you to re-dig the wells of our fathers and also dig new wells for what god's going to do in our generation 